Well, it's now time for The Spot, an opportunity to shine a spotlight on a local small business. Today, we shine that light on Craig's Cookies, and I'm joined by Craig Pike, the founder of Said Cookies. Welcome, Craig. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to... Okay, I have been like stalking you now because I'm like, and salivating over these cookies. Like, I'm just looking at these videos and... Wow, what a following you have, Craig. This all started, this love of baking started with your mom, apparently? Yeah, so I grew up in St. John's, Newfoundland, and like a lot of communities and cultures, you know, everyone gets into the kitchen and and cooks and eats and laughs and shares stories. So my mom taught me how to make cookies when I was a kid, and I used to bring them to potlucks. Remember potlucks before the Yes. Um, I used to bring them to potlucks in high school, and then I uh, moved away from Newfoundland and became an actor, and I work in the arts primarily, and then in 2013, I needed to pay my phone bill and thought I would maybe revisit my mom's recipes. So I uh, started selling cookies on my bike to my friends and delivering them around the GTA. And 10 years later, we have five locations in Toronto and one in Newfoundland uh, with our first franchise opening on July 1st in Niagara-on-the-Lake. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, oh my goodness. I mean, you know, I made cookies with my mom, but I didn't open up a... <laughs> A cookie company, time. Craig. There's still time. Did you make with your mom? Sorry. What kind of cookies did you make? Oh, with your mom? nothing like this, Craig. I well, mean, okay. it was just like out of the box cookies. We were really big. Actually, we were really big on making Jamaican black cake. Well, Caribbean black cake was our big thing, and that was always kind of the box cookies. But uh, we like, you know, if you want to talk about baking, that's where the baking really got thrown down back in back what in the is- day. What is Jamaican black cake? Oh, my goodness. Okay, we need to talk another. It's this beautiful, it's like a rum cake. Okay. Um, And there are like raisins and currants that you put in, but you grind them up. You blend them up really, really like just into almost like with rum. And and then you let the currants and the raisins and the rum sit in a jar basically for the full year and let it ferment. And mm-hmm. then you make this cake, and it's usually around Christmas, and Absolutely. it is heavenly. Like I'm talking about oh. it right now, and I'm starting to like, you know, That's salivate because Newfoundland has a really um, uh, rich kind of history with Jamaica. We have oh. a thing called Screech, and it's a Jamaican rum, yes. and we used to trade salt cod with Jamaica for for rum. So we have a dessert in Newfoundland, and it's called uh, figgy duff. And it's like a rum raisin pudding. Interesting. I wonder uh, if we're talking about something a little bit similar. You make it Christmas. Yeah, I'm sure we just. Yeah, because it's very dense. Recipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're learning things here, but we're learning cookies, <laughs> making black cake, all of them. So, did you ever think, Craig, that you would be at this point where you have you know all these locations and people are just in love with these cake, these with with these cookies that you started with your mom? Absolutely not. You know, when I started the company, uh, like I said, in 2013, it was literally the only objective was to pay my phone bill. So after like 10 dozen cookies, I was like, okay, this is done. But I noticed that people really loved them and they loved kind of me showing up at their door with a bag of cookies saying hi. You were delivering them yourself, Craig? On my bike in a little brown paper bag. I remember my, my first delivery before I really knew anything about business, somebody had ordered cookies and I didn't use Google Maps to see where they had lived. Oh, no. so it was free, to, free delivery, eight bucks a dozen. And I woke up, I made the cookies, I hopped on my bike, I Google Maps and they lived three hours away. <gasps> no! 
And you know, what I learned in my little high school entrepreneur class is that a sale is a sale. So I hopped on my bike and I biked for three hours. And the, uh, the woman who, uh, who ordered cookies, she was so sweet. She had made me a little egg salad sandwich <laughs> and a bottle of water and then sent me on my way. Um, <laughs> But it was, but it was that kind of connection that I really, uh, really loved and really kind of inspired me to continue with cookies. Um, and it, even now, that's what I love about the business. I mean, being able to, uh, being able to offer employment is an amazing mm. thing. But also then to be able to create community over a baked, a baked good has been such a surprising, um, pleasant kind of byproduct of the cookie. Talk to me about the community, because again, as I was like stalking you on Instagram, I mean, everybody uh, seems to tag Craig's cookies. Um, you have every flavor imaginable, like cool flavors, over a hundred flavors I see. Uh, mm-hmm. But talk to me about this community that's been formed. Yeah, you know, like if, if somebody were to ask me now, wow, like how did you figure out your branding and your marketing? I would probably have been like, oh, I have no idea because it really grew organically. And what's so lovely is that it feels like Toronto has taken such an ownership over the brand. Mm. Um, and what I found uh, when I started, and maybe, it was, maybe it's naivete, maybe it's because I don't come from a business background. I wanted Crazy Cookies to be a representation of my morals and my ethics mm-hmm. and who I am. So as a member of the queer community, I wanted to make sure that my space was safe, not only for the queer community, but any marginalized community, because I've experienced going into spaces where I don't feel welcome. And uh, that's kind of been my, my journey through, through opening these shops across the city is how to, uh, how to have a cookie be a space where folks can just feel kind of welcome and at home for even 10 minutes of the day. And safe. Craig, I, I wanted to ask you uh, about some of the challenges of running a small business, you know, after the pandemic, um, you know, and, and just as we're seeing people slowly get back into the swing of things. What has that been like? Well, I think it's twofold. The first one is how to be authentic. Mm. That's always the challenging part for me every day is how to kind of look at capitalism and then be an authentic human being as a member of that. Um, You know, I have quite the the history of going to music school. I studied jazz saxophone. I discerned becoming a Catholic priest. I went to theater school. I'm an actor, a musician, and now with this cookie company. And how do I bring everything that I've learned in life up until now at my old age of 41? And, and, uh, (laughs) I'm older than you, Craig, you're not old, you're young. (laughs) And then, and then let let the let the business be a representation of who I am as mm. opposed to um, hearing all the noise that's around. And I think that's even just an example of how to live life outside of business. You know, I think how to just come back to your core beliefs and, and what and what you believe is good for people. Um, because you know, even the other day we had somebody message us and you know complain about the amount of rainbows that we have at our stores. Mm. And that it's an issue for them. And you look at that and you see that there's just a lot of fear still mm. in the world and, and how to educate and, and teach. But also, you know, I think there's so many debates happening right now around uh, equity and uh, inclusion and diversity and uh, conversations and important conversations that are happening. And I think that what we need more of is these conversations, but infused with a lot of grace. Yeah. 
and understanding and listening um, because sometimes, and I'm at fault of it myself, uh, is come when folks come in with, with no ears and eyes open, then we don't really get anywhere. It's just kind of a, a cycle of anger. Um, anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's pretty deep, but uh, that, is, that is one of the challenges, but also I think opportunities and responsibilities of business owners yeah. um, is, is how to have these conversations. Um, and then coming out of the pandemic, you know, the, the scary thing around, around that where people were, 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 were not well, people were sick and, and how to, how to support my team, my staff, but also, uh, the folks that have been supporting the company for, uh, for years before the pandemic started. So we stayed open and coming out of the pandemic now we're in a place of growth and, um, it just goes into the second part that's challenging. It's also looking at where to, to support other folks. Uh, moving forward. So through the growth of the business, um, now I get the opportunity to look at where we can feed um, certain certain funds. So, you know, we support uh, theater, we support um, this great organization called Friends of Ruby. Uh, we have a Ruby Red Cookie where all proceeds are going to this organization that supports um, young queer folks in Toronto. Mm. And, uh, and I started an arts organization uh, wow. because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> so we, we, we do theater and we're doing a, a play in the fall. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. But, there's, you know, there's always challenges. But challenges also, it's, it's what, how you look at it, right, and what you can learn from them. Craig, you are one fascinating guy. And I love what you said about how do we get back to having conversation? We might not all agree on everything, but how can we have rich conversation as, a, as opposed to shouting at each other and always disagreeing? And I, I absolutely agree with that. And we need to get back to the heart of just caring for people and seeing people for who they are. So thank you. Thank you for being well, an example of that, an extension of that through your cookie company that started with your mom in your kitchen and has just grown into a, a passionate uh, community that's reaching out to the city. Oh, thanks so much. I mean, you know, it's like what you said just before about Facebook versus the news. Yeah. It's how, it's how we're educating ourselves. Yep. And the more we actually educate ourselves and learn and knowledge, that's power. And then we can actually then open our hearts. But anyway. Absolutely. That's for, that's for another day. We could chat forever, <laughs> but uh, the show has to end in a couple minutes. So. Okay. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me. Thanks on. again, Craig. Take care.